Stephanie tells me jokes about ducks while I'm hooked up to the machines. They're knock-knock jokes with no discernible punchlines. But I laugh fakely and politely, literally uttering, ha ha ha, whenever I am confident that my voice will appear on the other end of my open mouth. Stephanie turned seven last Tuesday, so her mother baked a cinnamon cake with purple frosting. My Spanish is not what it was in high school. With a series of tense shifts and disagreements of person, I told Senora Castillo that I did not eat purple. This was my excuse, expertly delivered, for declining even to taste my roommate's cake. Since then, I have been waiting for an opportunity to flash her a conciliatory smile. But whenever she arrives, I am five layers below the covers, wearing my glad morphine face. It warbles like bird calls in my muscles. When you're limp, newly relaxed like that, it's just not the right time for an apology. We watch public television in the morning. At twelve o'clock, the nurse brings Stephanie her lunch and a little green pill that puts her to sleep for the rest of the afternoon. Still and open-mouthed, with remnants of grilled cheese all over her hospital sheets. I spend the day watching game shows, muttering aloud the answers to prize questions, and commenting on contestants' peculiarities. An obvious nose job, a sloppy gut. I haven't looked in a real mirror for three and a half weeks since the first day I arrived at the hospital, but I am confident that I can't have changed much. Stephanie is my mirror. As I watch her sleeping, her slippery black bangs falling over the gauze around her eye. I feel as though I am watching myself sleeping through her sleep. I press on my stomach under the covers. Three and a half weeks of intravenous nutrition have made me flabby, skinny. But air is passing through my throat where food would be, and I'm breathing in the smell of Stephanie sleeping. Rubbing alcohol, grilled cheese. I've got vital signs. I'm still vital. Around 3 a.m., a young medical student with a laminated identification tag that reads Joshua Unger, medical student, sidles up to my bed, snapping a plastic glove against the side of his clipboard. He asks me about my family, what I'm studying in college, what sort of music I like, and I answer him in the same condescending tone with which he poses his questions, because I know that Joshua Unger is only two years older than I am and that if we were in a noisy bar in Santa Fe, Brooklyn, or Portland, I could sidle up to him and ask these same questions in the same tone of voice.